0: This week, Athena and I are taking you back to one of our favorites when we were recording together in August 2020, an episode about avoiding mommy burnout. I hope you enjoy it if you haven't listened to it yet. And if you have, enjoy a re-listen. For November and December, we're going to do holiday highlights and an outpouring of gratitude. Choose Grace.
1: Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about avoiding mom burnout. The exciting thing about today's episode is that we're together. We're
0: in the same spot. What's the zip code here? We're working in the...
1: 28214.
0: (laughs) That's where I am, guys. I don't even know where I am. (laughs) Shh, don't tell anyone. (laughs) Exactly. So, luckily, for really joyous reasons, we've gotten to celebrate together. Uh, I came down with Sophie. This is Memes. Um, We are... Uh, with family. It was for our mom's birthday, and my oldest nephew made us really proud with his high school graduation. Shout out to Sasha.
1: Yeah, so many life events. Mother getting old, grandson moving out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good times bringing us together. But needless to say, that means more people more things to do, more emotions, more emotions and a lot of little people
0: outnumbering the grown-ups. Yeah, really thinking they're in charge, trying to t- trying to run our lives as if we don't have enough things trying to run our lives.
1: <laughs> so how do you so what do we have? We had uh six no, five little people around us competing for attention some not understanding what a graduation is. <laughs> Imagine, picture this. We have my oldest graduating, and the school did an awesome job of setting it up because it was a class of one, and they still went all out. But the interesting is, they put all four of the important family tables up front. And in theory, that sounds awesome and nice, but really, reality was I was clenching my stomach. Hoping that my five-year-old didn't run up onto the stage or drop his flip-flops loud enough for everybody to hear and have it echo throughout the gym <laughs> and for my niece to not say the word but too loud to her cousin <laughs> in a
0: way that she thought was whispering. But it echoes! <laughs> and we made it. We made it through tears, emotional video clips, great speeches, uh, pictures social distancing, um, hand sanitizer, really yummy cupcakes, shout out to Hope Academy, um, really yummy graduation cake, um, and just, you know, those awkward moments that you're hoping nothing strange happens, no one feels any way, nothing pops off between anyone, but then the joy that you're glad that you know, those that you're celebrating really feel how proud you are, how happy you are that you're having this moment together. So it was really great.
1: But it all leads you to think about burnout, because as you're planning for those events, and as you're interacting and decorating, and then you got to do the photography bit and get every combination, (laughs) and make sure you don't forget stuff or leave something behind, which I almost forgot the entire senior table. To pack it up. They were like, uh, you taking all this? I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. That belongs to me. <laughs> so once that's all said and done, we thought it would be a perfect time to talk about the warning signs of burnout and some practical things that you can do to help
0: prevent burnout or dig yourself out of burnout. Yeah, and for the most part, the reminder I want to make when we talk about this topic is to let go of guilt. It's inevitable. We have lots of responsibilities, a lot of pressure placed on what we have to produce, who we're nurturing, how things get done. Anything goes wrong, it's us. Everything goes right, it's us. Um, you know, if there's tears, if there's joy, it always comes to our lap. Um, so letting go of the guilt when you feel that overwhelm building up and just feeling like you don't have a shred left to give. <laughs>
1: So, Mim, what would you say are your warning signs
0: of, hey, I'm approaching burnout? Well, I'm a hangry uh, (laughs) personality type. So, I can often give signs that I'm uh, burnt out, but it might just be lunchtime. So, irritability is my biggest one. It's more consistent or... Happens more often throughout a day or over a phase, or it's that thing of like the straw that breaks the camel's back, where there's a big blow up over something that isn't as serious, or if it happened in isolation, maybe I wouldn't respond to it that way. But I'm really short, um, disinterested, and kind of, or, or it's that feeling of just too many people around me, too many things I have to do, my mind isn't clear, um, not very happy or not getting fulfillment out of the things I'm required to do. I, I'm a big pushback on like what I'm required to do. I'm not really a rebel, but I think parenting and family definitely pushes out of me this rebel <laughs> feeling of like, who told you I had to do that for you? Or who says that's on my plate? Um, so when I have that feeling more and more, I know I'm heading towards the red zone. And some might say she has crossed over (laughs) into the red
1: (laughs) zone if you're on the other end of it. I would say I know I'm approaching burnout when I have lost all passion towards it. And I, I know I'm just going through the motions. So quality is not there and it's the I just need to get it done attitude and or get it over with my husband hates when I say that but he's like is there anything in your life you don't feel like you just have to just get it done get it over with (laughs) but when I start saying that out loud and actually feeling that way I know I've approached burnout or burnouts right around the corner um the other uh outward sign is tired I I often feel really, really tired, and I'm not a nap person, and I have undiagnosed ADHD, um, so I'm kind of energetic and like willing to go out on a run or work out or do 500 things and not sit, um, but when I'm finding myself always wanting to just be sitting down and really
0: annoyed if I have to get up, I know that I'm approaching burnout, that I need to sleep. So as we thought about this, we also were trying to think about not just the things that work for us, but trying to help out our torn tribe and have a variety of suggestions. Again, I'll reiterate, let go of the guilt. It's wasted energy and just think about the things that help you um, feel energized. I will um, give a shout out to a colleague of mine, JB, who talks about being an introverted extrovert. And I know that I have to share with family and friends when I need my time to retreat because while I enjoy being around people, I am a person who does like the quality time shared experience. I do have to kind of retreat to recharge to then enjoy that experience of being around other people. So I would say kind of know your your style and what works for you to get back to your ideal so that you can be your best self.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because I definitely feel like that an introvert that's forced to be an extrovert because of the field that I work in. But I would say this also, and maybe the torn tribe, you can relate to this, is that oftentimes, even if I see all the warning signs of burnout is coming, I often ignore them because of my torn feelings of being perceived as a slacker or looking like I'm being ungrateful or not wanting to spend quality time with people that may be coming to visit me during a time that, you know, <laughs> I'm just burnt out so I don't have it in me or the, you know, or feeling like I'm going to miss out on something. I would say oftentimes during my early motherhood days um when I was nursing my kids or with my older son when we first adopted him and I would get burnt out pretty easily because I just didn't know how to handle being a mom. Um, that oftentimes I would force myself to hanging out with folks cause I felt like I was going to miss out on something. And even though I knew it probably wasn't the best use of my time or the best healthy choice for myself because I'm an introvert. So I kind of like to be alone and recharge that way. Um, so I would say try to overcome those torn feelings by making the healthy choice and cuz you'll be more you'll be more productive later on. You'll actually be able to give more and actually
0: experience the joy in giving when you're in a healthier spot. For sure. Some of the things I try to do, I consciously try to keep what I listen to um on brand. So if I'm looking for laughter, I'm looking for a light mood. I kind of monitor the topics of like movies or shows or podcasts that I'm listening to. Um I'll look for comedy specials. I like stand-up comedy. I'll um play music that will either be in my mood where maybe I'm like just reflective or it's energizing me to get kind of a jolt um, on my emotions or I go back to something that I um, know will get me in a good place. So <laughs> as silly as this might be, one of my get up and like move songs is from Zootopia. So I know you mommies out there know uh, Try Again by Shakira. Um, I like to jump around with the girls while I'm making breakfast listening to that so I know that that's like a quick pick-me-up song that I can listen to
1: yeah I would say for when I'm burnt out or approaching burnout I tend to try to set a boundary on a specific day so Most of the time, it's either either Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, but one of those days, I like to leave them completely empty with no commitments, nothing to do, nowhere to go, um, nowhere to take anyone, and I try to leave that day completely free, and I force myself um, to have quiet time by myself where I'm not reading anything, not listening to anything, but I'm forcing myself to be still because most of my burnout personally is in my brain. <laughs> like it's my mental thinking where I'll just repeat stuff over and over again and then I have that moment where like oh my gosh, if this was out loud I would totally be my mother. Oh no. <laughs> like <laughs> help me. Help me get a pen and paper, but um to get that clear thinking and that's when I know that burnout is almost over is when I start getting that clarity of thought again. And it's not those anxious, clouded, um, guilt-driven thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I'm wasting my day, you know, or I didn't get this done or I didn't make my list or I didn't do this. So I try to force myself at least one day out of the week to do absolutely nothing and um, focus on being still and sorting through those clouded thoughts until they become clear.
0: Yeah, and I would say kind of taking a look when you can in, you know, um, not the current circumstances, but when you can actually regularly be invited to events or you have, you know, sports or activities that the kids do or you have your own activities or groups that you're part of, whenever there are, low-key weekends keeping it that way whenever you don't have to commit to evening events or work late work events um, to keep it that way so you can just do the minimal routine you can have a quiet weekend you can feel like there's that space um, not to juggle and rush and you know meet the pressures and expectations from some other outside source and not not feel guilty that you know, you're not seeing someone or you're not as long as it's not that you're if you give that space when you are saying yes or RSVPing to something, then you really do want to be there and you're refreshed to be there.
1: Yeah, and I that's a, also a good way to prevent burnout is changing the routine, because I know for a while there, um, I know when your kids are younger, you feel like every single Saturday has a birthday party. Um, But as they get older, those become more rare and rare. And so like accepting RSVPs like that and saying yes and going to the random parties or for me this season, I actually joined my first ever book club <laughs> that, that kind of spiced things up and changed the routine and it actually became a refreshing event because even though I wasn't retreating, spending time by myself, being able to dive into the pages of a book that I had never read before that takes me to the Caribbean um, has been a nice getaway. And then getting together with uh, women and men to talk about it and hearing their inputs on it, it's a nice time where I don't feel like I need to talk, you know, 100% of the time and I can just sit there and listen and be filled up so breaking up your routine is also another practical way to try to prevent burnout
0: and then um along the lines of the me time and spending time with other people if you are choosing to use some of the time where it's not with your entire family or it's not with the kids you know, making it sacred that you are making that time for the people that are important in your life. Um this summer has been really difficult with the social distancing, with avoiding, um, being out in public, all those things, some of the catch up time that I'm often referring to that I do over the summer has been not part of the plan. Um, but it is really sacred to me. So finding other ways, um, I did Zoom I also had a book club with have a book club with friends, um, but also family time and different dynamics like my sister and I have the podcast and that's always refreshing and it's like therapy for us. Um, but those family chats, like random conversations with my dad, catching up with my mom, um when my brother and my sister and I, if we're all in the same place, like those are recharging and they're a different dynamic and you almost like fall into a different role when you're with each other. So remembering that those things can also help you feel lighter.
1: Yeah, and even in my work day, um, one of the things that I've been trying to do um, besides you know, take a lunch break. Cause I don't think any company thinks you eat anymore. Um, or they think you eat through a straw. I'm not sure, but <laughs> is take a walk, um, on days that it's not pouring here. We, I've actually tried to break up my day where in the middle of the day, I will take a walk to clear my mind and think through either meetings that I had or things that are coming up. Um, Or even just getting that time because now that my kids are home with me um, because of the time that we're in, just taking a walk like today, it was so awesome to be able to go on a walk with my niece and a couple of my sons and be able to go down to the creek and they show me Humpty Dumpty's wall and all these things that they experience during the day that we typically don't. But it was a nice way to break up the routine and the monotony
0: of a work day. Well, that's also the thing is like not overlooking the little simple things that keep us charged. Like we overlook the importance of sleep and the going to bed a little earlier, you know, making sure you get the hours that are right for you, drinking water, getting sunlight, like just being able to be out of my place in a different setting where I can kind of navigate like. Get outside for a little bit, but I can be inside too, because we're avoiding other people um other things like that, but the simple things that do make you feel different and kind of help you snap back
1: yeah, so tour and tribe, we would love to hear from you guys and how you're feeling um things that you know are leading you to burn out or your remedies on how to be proactive and not become burnt out. And also um, what you're doing during this time to prepare for a new season because that that often planning for that next school year, I know as moms, can be really difficult. And especially this year, the anxiety and the difficulty in that has been heightened. Um, So we're here for you. Would love to hear from you guys. So please do share. And now for our favorite segment of the show, The Mend. And now for our men's segment where we share a highlight from the week
0: so funny enough um, looking up what the national month theme one of the national month themes because you know now there's like five or six in every month it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> um, August is family fun month uh, my mend has been being down here um, got to have time my sister the family my dad, my mom, um, my brother-in-law side of the family. It's just nice to get that time. We have good things to celebrate and to bond and play board games and um, one of my nephews being really excited to get to stay up late with his abuelito and the little ones. Um, the three little ones are the bad baddies. I think that's what they coined themselves <laughs> this week. And <laughs> Um, chats with my sister, doing the things that we do kind of separately in our homes, but together and sharing that with the kids. That's always nice. And so it, even though we didn't get to do our traditional family trip, we did get to have extended family time this summer. And that was, that's great. That's definitely mending me.
1: Yeah. And I would say that's been my men too. Um, and my favorite part of the visit has been bonding with my niece. Um, under like having that sisterhood that transcends facetime <laughs> you know because i wasn't sure if she was going to want to play with me as much as she does through facetime but she does and just getting to see her imagination and see that a four-year-old really does know how to be a doctor um and plays it really well being the fact that she has a limited amount of visits to the to her provider but and just her vocabulary and her enthusiasm about everything has brought me joy. Like, she she lives with a soundtrack in her brain. Like, she just sings about everything. Um, even while you're brushing her teeth, she's still singing. <laughs> so, and dancing and moving and... Um, just that energy is awesome and it's been refreshing because my boys, they're different. They, they're not as much into the music or singing and dancing and, you know, and they're more into like everything dies and there's butts here and there and, you know, they're always joking around about. Different goofy things, So it's nice to have a female perspective (laughs) in the house and that she's a lot calmer and like (laughs) easier to play with because it's like, okay, we're going to play restaurant and it's going to be a legit restaurant and we're going to go through that and then we're going to put it away and move on to the next thing. It's not a whirlwind where a dinosaur just comes in and destroys everything and, you know, sends you running out screaming. Stomping on all your food and tables. Yeah, you're like, where was that in the script? And how is this realistic? Um, So that's been fun. And then just being able to enjoy them in the makeshift pool that we have in the back. (laughs) And getting to experience a similar summer to uh, to me growing up where my parents played in an inflatable pool that they were too big for with us and made us feel like it was a ginormous in ground pool. Um and getting to see my dad do that with his grandchildren and be able to be a part of that is bid my mend
0: choose grace. When you feel torn,
1: choose Choose grace. grace.